You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, good morning and good day. I am Pastor Brian. I'm one of the uh, pastors here at East Coast Christian Center. And this is Morning Breath, and we are excited that you're with us this morning or today or whenever you get this. Maybe it's tonight. Maybe you listen to this um, before you go to sleep at night. I'm not sure. But however you're getting this, whether it's podcasts, whether it's on the radio uh, multiple times on 91.5 locally here uh, in Brevard County, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I get to sit in today uh, for Pastor Dan, who is you know, typically our host, and uh, across the table from me, uh, the co-host is here with us. Uh, Pastor David Gammon, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. I'm super excited jumping into Luke 16 today. Man, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for the Word of God. I just, like, I, as I read this chapter earlier today, I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that there is great warnings, there's great encouragement, there's so many things that we can get from the Word of God on a regular basis, <clears throat> and I thought again today, man, I'm just thankful that we have this. Think about I was thinking about like for just uh, you know a few seconds. I thought, man, people didn't have this. Like mm-hmm. we have such an incredible resource. I actually spent some time this morning walking with a friend of mine, and we were talking about the Word of God and the accessibility of the Word of God today through the YouVersion app and through the Bible, through the scriptures that we have in our hands that not everyone has around the world. It's not happening like this everywhere, and we have such incredible opportunity to grow in the Word of God. And through a radio show like this, it's been, you know, for 20 plus years, just faithfully Mm -hmm. pouring out the Word of God. It's just been an incredible um, opportunity that we have, and uh, I'm thankful. So thanks for tuning in out there today. David, would you tell people uh, what to do and uh, how to get connected or what what kind of the next steps are? Absolutely. We want you guys to jump in, and a great way to follow along is to get our app, the East Coast app, or go to eccc.us, our website, and go to the events page. You'll also be able to see the Morning Breath tab. You'll see, you know, everything we've done before at on the app and the website, you'll be able to see past sermons. And like I said, get all the Morning Breath episodes. You can find East Coast Christian Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Well, we're always putting out you know, uplifting, encouraging content on those platforms. Also, the messages will go out on YouTube as well. You can call the church at 321-452-1060, and we'll email you um, the itinerary for Morning Breath if you need that. It will help you get plugged into whatever the church is doing. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're thankful for that. You've heard over the last few days. Um, about where we're at with the show with Morning Breath here. This is actually the final show, the final episode of Morning Breath uh, for this season. And uh, so getting connected, like Pastor David said, to all the things East Coast, this is an outreach. This has been a, uh, a far-reaching uh, ministry of East Coast Christian Center for a, a number of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to make sure that you stay in the Word of God. So we have great resources there, all the places David just said um, for you to do that. And um, there's even SOAP um, Bible reading plans, which there's some explanation about that on the on the link there, the Morning Breath link, as well as you know, the ability to get to version, which is a digital Bible app, which has a ton of Bible reading plans and such there. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show today, but um, there are a few other things we want to point you towards that's coming on coming up this summer. Uh, we have a kids' camp and a youth camp, the, the first of which is the kids' camp. It's June 6th to the 10th, about 10 days from now, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to get your kids. That is incoming second graders through kind of graduating sixth graders, so there's a window of four or five years' worth of kids there, and it's $99 for the first um, child, 75 for the second, and free after that. It's an all-day camp, Monday through Friday, and it'll happen here locally in Brevard County out at our Cocoa campus, and we want to invite you, if you know a child or uh, maybe you just want to support a child, you want to make it happen for a kid, um, go on our website, check mm-hmm. that out. And you want to tell them about Youth Conference coming up? Man, the Youth Conference is going to be amazing. It's July 11th through the 13th. It's still $245 for general admission, but on June 1st, the price will go up to $295. We're bringing in the recording artist, KB. We have some incredible speakers that are going to Even be, you, Pastor um, <laughs> David Gamm, incredible speaker that <laughs> incredible he is. Incredible speaker. See that? You hear that? That was him you know, um, talking about 
Um, Chris Johnson, I'm sure. Chris Johnson I'm talking about Chris Johnson. Yeah. I'm talking about Nate Puccini who's coming yeah. from uh, up north. He's uh, he's one of the overseers of our church as well. I mean, he's so full of life. I, uh, I'm definitely going to bring my A game. I've been you know practicing and preparing and just in prayer and on my face before the Lord. But you know what? The Holy Spirit is going to just, man, transform some lives, the 11th to the 13th, for the rest of their lives. And yeah. it's going to be incredible. So go to our events page if you need some more information, which Mama Bear, I'm sure you do here in this right now. But go to our events page have all the details for you. We want to get your teen, your middle school, your high school at this event. Yeah, that's incoming seventh grade through Mm -hmm. graduating 12th grade. And our youth conference, youth camp, has been um, encouraging students for a really long time. Um, It's been an opportunity for kids to get connected and find community. Not Mm -hmm. only is there great teaching and great fun to be had, but they're going to find community of some other kids their age that are pressing into trying to get a hold of God. And, uh, you know, he's not out there, you know, some mystery. He is able to be found, and uh, they could do it together. Come on. And so we're excited about that. Let's get into the Word of God. We also have Nick over here. I'm holding down the board. Hey, oh, oh, there he is. (laughs) There he is, making it happen. Good morning. Thanks for being here. All right, so Luke 16, I'm in the New American Standard version. What you got over there? New Living Translation. All right, how about if I get you started? There's 31 verses. All right. And uh, you read through, take it through 15, and I'll pick it up at 16. It looks like there's a break between 15 and 16 in mine, at least. And so I say unto you, Pastor David Gammon, read, sir. <laughs> Jesus told his story to, to his, told this story to his disciples. There was a certain rich man who had a manager handling his affairs. One day, the report came to that manager was uh, was wasting his employer's money. So the employer called him in and said, "What?" What's this I hear about you? Get your report in order because you are going to be fired. The manager thought to himself, now what? My boss has fired me. I don't have the strength to dig ditches, and I'm too proud to beg. And uh, I know how to ensure that I'll have plenty of friends who will give me a home when I'm fired. So he invited each person who owed him money to his employer to come and discuss the situation. He asked the first one, how much do you owe, owe him? The man replied, I owe him 800 gallons of olive oil. So the manager told him, take the bill and quickly change it to 400 gallons. And how much do you owe my employer? He asked the next man. I owe him a thousand bushels of wheat, was the reply. Here, the manager said, take the bill and change it to 800 bushels. The rich man had to admire the dishonest rascal for being so shrewd. And it is true that the children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than they are the children of the light. Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then, when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you to an eternal home. If you are faithful in the little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with the greater responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be treated with trust of your own things? No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. The Pharisees, who dearly loved their money, heard all of this and scoffed at him. Then he said to them, You like you like to appear righteous in public, but God knows your heart. What this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. All right, verse 16, the law and the prophets... Uh, were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the gospel of the kingdom of God has been preached, and everyone is forcing his way into it. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one stroke of a letter of the law to fail. Everyone who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and he who marries one who is divorced from a husband commits adultery. Now there is a rich man, and he habitually dressed in purple and fine linen, joyously living in splendor every day. 
And a poor man named Lazarus laid at his gate covered with sores and longing to be fed with the crumbs which were falling from the rich man's table. Besides, even the dogs were coming and licking his sores. But the poor man died and was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom. And the right and the rich man also died and was buried. In Hades he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and saw Abraham far away and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried out and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus so that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool off my tongue, for I am in agony in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your life you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus bad things. But now he is being comforted here, and you are in agony. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great chasm fixed, so that those who wish to come over from here to you will not be able, and that no one may cross over from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, that you send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, in order that he may warn them, so that they will not also come to this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. But he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to them, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded, even if someone rises from the dead. Amen. Amen. Pretty interesting chapter here. There's a lot. There's a lot of theological bends um, that pe- I've heard people teach on um, portions of this of this scripture. I'm thankful that this show is a daily devotion and it's not a teaching right. show. We're not going to sit here and try to teach through you know these last you know 12 verses that are you know talking about Abraham's bosom and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's not a teaching show. This is actually meant to go. Hey, what jumped out at you? You know what's what stuck out as you read the chapter. I'm thankful for what that has done um, in my life for you know for a really long time. When I read the when I read the scriptures, I see things and I'm like, wow, that's that's impressive. What thing what thing stuck out to me today was in this verse 14. It says, Now the Pharisees who were lovers of money were listening to all these things and were scoffing at him. And I just thought, what things do I scoff about? What things should I actually have a different heart at that I'm looking at somebody over there? I, I don't want to be pharisaical. Like I don't want to become a Pharisee, right? Like I don't want to be that guy who is going, Oh, I I've I've got it figured out. I've, you know, I we're we're just doing it, right? I want to be in a place where where humility rules and reigns and I can look across and I could actually grow from something I see over there. I can mm-hmm. look across and even Come if I don't on. agree with that person necessarily, maybe there's something that I could take away from a moment with someone and go, Maybe God is in this. Maybe there's something that I could be learning and growing in, even if we have differences mm-hmm. that I could actually listen and watch long enough to actually learn something. So many times we become scoffers that just don't need to be scoffing. You know, how many times have we, with a religious spirit, looked across at somebody and judged somebody's, you know, their worship or their offering or their behavior or their clothing or their, you know, how they worship or what they, you know, what kind of music they are doing, you know, like what all the different bends that we have that have divided Christianity, that have divided churches, that have divided, you know, Husbands and wives, even yep. they've, they've divided so many things, and <clears throat> sadly, I can look at that and go, "I want to be challenged to go." I know there's things that I might scoff at that I got to go. I got to be careful. Mm-hmm. I want to be sensitive to go. I don't. I don't want to get a rebuke from God because Come I on. have been scoffing at something that should be actually that I should be sensitive to to go. Wow, maybe God's doing something there. Dude, come on, that's so good. That's also one of the reasons why it's like I encourage everybody, when you meet someone new or you meet someone at church or really anywhere, to be honest with you, um, don't ask them what they do for a living. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why does uh, it matter? Yeah, why well, it shouldn't matter. If you if you love Jesus, you know, and the love of God is in you, like it says here, I, I love the way it put it in uh, verse 16. Um, actually, it was verse 16 where it says, hey, no, they got Moses and they've yeah. got the prophets. And, and, and then the guy said, probably one of the most powerful things, and this is kind of what stood out to me, was 
only if someone would go and tell them. Yeah. And that is what Jesus says in Matthew 28. He says, now go into all the nations. Yeah. You are that person who yeah. is to go out um, and tell people about what God has done from the very beginning with Abraham all the way through the resurrection of Jesus, of God's story, his work, his finished work of the cross. But we we often, we do, we fall into that thing like the Pharisees. And nobody means to. Like, not even the Pharisees <laughs> woke up and said, hey, I want to be the bad guys in the Bible. You know what I mean? Like, nobody wakes up and wants to be a stormtrooper, you yeah, know? Yeah. You know, but we have to check our hearts, and it's, and it's important that we check our hearts. And a good way that uh, a heart gets checked, honestly, is that first story. Yeah. That dude want, knew his time was coming. <laughs> the boss was going to fire him. <laughs> so he had to make a decision. So, man, hopefully it doesn't have life. Having so a, a doctor's report or a lawyer's phone call or yeah. that where you have to be like, wow, I need to make some changes because I'm not in the right place. Yeah, you know, I I, I wonder how many times in my own life God's tried to get my attention through a through a story or through a situation that I've had to actually live out something to actually see it when he was giving me, mm-hmm. you know, he's giving me a, an out earlier on, right? Like, because mm-hmm. we know scripture says that, you know, there's always an out for every temptation. There's always a way out. Like, it's not that we're going to be tempted beyond, you know, what's possible. Like, God wants to, he wants to, he wants to correct and he wants to <clears throat> teach and he wants to train and wants to equip us. And many times we move past a moment where that was trying to happen because of our pride, because mm-hmm. of a, oh, I, I know better, right? Right. Well, do you really? Like, you know, that would be the challenge. That was a challenge for me today was going, do you really? Like, who are you? Who are you? Who loves you enough? Or who are you keeping in your space long enough that they could actually rebuke you, that they could actually fix something in you? They could see something and go, hey, I don't know about that before I have to get to the place of, you know, getting my getting my debts settled, if you will. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want my debts to have to get settled that way. I would rather actually learn and go, <laughs> you're right. That That's good. Like, thank you. Right. Instead of coming back and going, hey, you know what? Hey, by the way, you haven't been faithful with a little, and so you're not going to get you're not going to get any more, right? Like, I, I don't I don't want that day. I want the day that says, you know what? I've shown you, I've taught you, I've trained you, I've shown you. Let, let's keep that. And I was saying that I was walking with a friend of mine. I, I tried to spend time with some people that are older and wiser and farther down the road um, than me that love me enough to go, hey, be careful over there, mm-hmm. or hey, there's danger ahead. Like, be be sensitive to this, be sensitive to that, because I know that left to my own devices, I'll end up somewhere that I didn't ever want to be. And like you said, nobody starts out going, hey, I want to be a Pharisee. I'm going to grow up and be a Pharisee. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grow up and be religious in all my ways, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be just critical and judgmental and just not soft and tender mm-hmm. anymore. I'm just going to harden up. Nobody wants to be that guy. Nobody. And you know, I hear something crazy is that the love of God and the grace of God yeah. is actually found in this chapter in the oddest place in, in this <laughs> teaching is that when the employer yeah. says to the to the to the tax collector, we'll say to the to the crooked manager, he actually gives them grace. Yeah. He says, go get your paperwork in, in, in order. Go get it in order. Go get it in order. In essence, what he's saying is, hey, listen, I know you're scamming off the top. So go collect all that because I'm about to fire you and you're going to need money. <laughs> You're right. And what what happened was the the, the kingdom transformation. But that was a picture of grace of what that guy could have just fired him. If not, I mean, if it was a Roman centurion, and it was a, actually a tax collector. He could have just killed him right there. All right. But he didn't. He said, listen, I'm going to sh- extend some mercy. Maybe not grace is more of mercy to yeah. the guy. Like every breath we draw is a gift of mercy from God for us to be able to operate and and, and be able to use it for his glory. All right. Sure. So when we look at this story here and then this also just really stood out. When we look at this story is 
He decided to invest it in the betterment of people. My kids love ice cream, yeah. all right? My kids have no money, <laughs> and we don't give them a lot of sugar and stuff. So if I was to elude, there's a chance that they were to go get ice cream that night, but they'd have to pay for themselves, they would find every way under the sun to yeah. raise the money to afford the ice cream. Yeah. And that's why that's why it seems like this is kind of a twisted parable, but that's what Jesus is saying. He's like, hey, listen, if you guys have your own self-interest, you guys will figure it out. But when it comes to the work of the kingdom, don't let that fall to just, you know, you give no heart, no effort, no intentionality towards it. That actually should be what we're most intentional about. That's good. You know this this line in here when he's, uh, it says, the manager said to himself, what shall I do since my master has taken the management away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig. I'm ashamed to beg. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the idea that you're not strong enough to dig and I'm ashamed to beg, maybe some humility would be a good thing. Right. <laughs> Let's start there and go, you know what? I'm at rock bottom and I got to start somewhere. As long as you're going to stay in a place of going, I'm ashamed to do this or I'm ashamed to do that. Um, how about go back to the roots of like humility, like some just some real core value things. And again, I, as I read this, I thought, you know what? I need to check some of the values even in my life. Like that sounds like a cliche almost that you'd have values for your life, but there are some very basic things in my life that I'm really, that I really want to hang my, you know, my hat on, if you will. Like I want to be a guy who is full of integrity. I want my yes to be yes. Come on. And is there anywhere that my yes is not a yes right now? Is there anywhere that, you know, that I'm not being faithful? Like I want to mm-hmm. actually, I want to finish well, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've said this, you know, like I, I, I feel like that's a part of my life that I want to actually, there was a time where I handed off youth ministry, nine and a half years I led our youth ministry here at East Coast, and it was a transition season for me of going, hey, you know what, I'm training up the next guy. Pastor Keith Alderman's doing an incredible job, and now he's been at it four or five years, and you know, in that process wow. of, of the transition, I thought, you know what, I'm not done yet. I need to train and equip the next guy, right? Like, think about your space out there in your work career, and you know, it is not built this way. The, the world system is not built to train your replacement. Like, right. that, that's not a normal thing. Right. The, normal thing is I'm going to hold on to what I got and nobody, if you come for it, I'm going to, I'm going to hang on. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what if it was looking like actually that it was a blessing to go, I'm going to train someone up because God's making room for your next step. Right. Like I want to be faithful to be that guy in every season of my life. Mm-hmm. I want to be the guy who says, you know what, I'm going to help somebody else. Like back in my baseball days, I, I played baseball professionally and I'm, I'm sitting in a bullpen. I was a relief pitcher, which the bullpen is the guys who like you know, are going to come in later in the game. You don't start the game. You've kind of finished the game or somewhere in the middle. And you sit out there with seven or eight guys every night, like, mm-hmm. you know, for 140 games in like 150 days. You're out there with the same group of dudes, right? And there's there's one guy who is the guy. He's the closer. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of other guys out there that are all kind of battling for, for innings, like for, a, right. for an opportunity. And you have to think about think about the job world. That's how it is out there. It's everybody's yep. kind of competing for the same spaces all the time. But you know what? I want to actually make sure that I'm humble enough to go, you know what? Am I in a place where I would be willing to help that guy along? Like somebody who, not so I can get what I get, but so they can get what maybe their dream is, right? Like, come on. I remember when I came to East Coast 20, almost 20 years ago, when we went to a friends to family class, which I think that's what it was called um, at the time. Pastor Dan took the people in the room and said, hey, if you got a dream in your heart, if you got a thing in there, pick that thing up because we mm-hmm. want to be a church that looks like heaven. And you can't be all the same thing if that's the, if that's yep. what you're going to be. And so that he empowered that dream in us. And what an incredible opportunity we've had to do this. Like, it's just, it's mind-blowing, actually, that somebody would go, hey, let me help you get there. It is. And it's, it's what we're called to do as believers because, like I said, from Matthew 28, Jesus goes, says, go out and make disciples. Go do it. Yeah. He goes, go, go make disciples. And and that's such an important thing. And, and I love what Pastor Brian's saying 
understand because it's not just an hey make them look like the perfect Christian, but it's yeah. help them be a, a newly married couple. Help yeah. them, you know, when that first child comes and mom is super, you know, paranoid and overprotective, and dad is just like doesn't know what to do, and help them through each phase of the story. You know, especially if you've been there before, because that's really where people need the help. They don't need spiritual police. Yeah. All right. They actually more need a guide. They more need, you know, help. A mentor, a coach, yeah. uh, you know, all yeah. the things that we could give mm-hmm. to someone to go, hey, let me nudge you in the right direction. I don't need to knock you around to this space. Let me actually nudge you there. And I think the Spirit of God is that kind of way with us, that mm-hmm. he wants to actually gently lead us mm-hmm. in. Now, if we don't get it gently, sometimes we need a little, you know. There's pruning. There, there's <laughs> some cleaning up to be done, right? And let's let's take the nudges. Let's take the, 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 um, the reminders and the hints along the way. But let's also be the people who are willing to love someone enough to go, hey, let me help you here. Let me let me lift you up. Hey, you need something financially. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Let me be a blessing to somebody. Are you looking around with eyes to see what else is going around? Or are you just self-absorbed and going, well, I'm good. I got this fixed. I got to figure it out. I actually want to be the guy who's faithful with the little so that more would come. Right? Come like on. I want to be the guy come who on. goes, I want to steward what God has given me so that more opportunity, the more potential would be there. Because many times we just get going, hey, I, I'm good. I've, I've done my thing and I'm, I'm, I'm going to write. No, no, no. That's not where we're at. Mm-hmm. We're at a place as believers to go, let's make disciples. Let's give this thing away that's changed us. Not what we've been saved from, but what we've been saved for. Let's help come people on. what they've been saved for. We're going to take a break and uh, we'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. 
Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, just uh, just in closing here, there's one more verse here that I actually wanted to uh, draw attention to. It's verse 17, but it's easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one stroke of a letter of the law to fail. And you know, there's this, uh, they're basically saying that, hey, heaven's not going anywhere, earth's not going anywhere, short of God doing something radical, and the stroke, every stroke of the letter of the law um, is not going to fail, that this word of God is uh, time-tested and uh it is God breathed. And so I just want to encourage you stay in the word of God. Let the word of God continue to transform your life. You know, we've uh, we've been announcing over this um, this week that this is the last uh, the last airing of Morning Breath, uh, the live um, drive time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. That's been an incredible, you know, journey 20 or so years. I don't even actually know how many years. It's been a long time um, that just the word of God has been preached here locally on 91.5 FM as well as going out via podcast. And we want to just take a second. And if this is the first time you're hearing it, I want to just uh, say thank you. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for the part that you have played. But also that, you know, the reason the why on this is, you know, Pastor Dan's retirement and uh, this travel schedule and such to, you know, just continue to push the forward, push forward this vision um, of, you know, getting the word of God out. There's, there's fresh ways that we're doing it. We want to draw your attention to our website, to uh, even the Morning Breath links there. We'll have a you know devotion guide there available, which is called SOAP. Uh, we have small groups built around that here at East Coast, as well as YouVersion. It's a great opportunity. There's Bible reading plans all over that that I personally actually use and uh, have um, for you know several years been a part of groups that way. We also want to thank our sponsors, the people who have been faithful to sponsor the show for years, whether that's been Pineapple Gardens or Cabern Air and Heat. Uh, that's Hercules Fence, Barfield Construction, Scott Langston, uh, Real Estate, as well as Cocoa Beach Plumbing. We are super grateful. We're super thankful for the partnership. We're thankful for what it means. And our hope and our prayer is that there would be incredible return on your investment into this show and getting the Word of God into the lives of people. People's lives have been changed by this show, and uh, what an honor. My life has been changed by this show, mm-hmm. by what it's what it's been able to do in getting the Word of God into my life on a regular basis, a daily devotion. Don't stop that because Morning Breath isn't going live on 91.5 FM any longer. Um, the podcast, um, they are all back there. Go back mm-hmm. and, and, and connect with those. Go get into something fresh. Get into something new. Get into a small group. Get into a a Bible reading program, a Bible reading plan that will forever change your life. It will change your life. The Word of God will not return void. It'll accomplish what it's sent to do. 
What about what do you have to say about any of that? Man, I'm just good? saying this. Man, this got started with believing that God will breathe yeah. on you, on us, on the moment, breathe his word. So believe that God is still breathing. Yeah. And that look at this now and say, okay, the moments that you would take this drive time devotion, maybe you'll go back and listen to the message. Maybe you can get a small group put together. Um, we have a lot of resources for you for that. And, you know, maybe this has become your church service for a little bit. Man, join us at one of our yeah. locations at Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Come, come. Come darken the door of the church and and spend some time with us. It would be a great way, too. But uh, I think as you're hearing this, I I think pray and just say, Lord, uh, breathe on me what you want me to do next with these moments. I know for sure I have. I've been like, man, here's what what I want to do. And um, it's going to be, you know. You know, whatever God makes it to be here in the future. That's good. Yeah, we also want to tell you about our summer service times. Uh, make sure that you're looking on our website. Be a part of a community of believers. We're thankful for those of you that have partnered with the show. Thankful for the opportunity to gather together on a regular basis under the Word of God. And so plug in. Get a, get a part of a local church, local community. Let's do this together. And to God be the glory. We're thankful. And uh, have an incredible day. Have an incredible weekend. And uh, get in the, the church of God's choice. God bless you guys. And catch you later. See ya. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.